Hello, today I'm joined by Sharon Starr. She's the Director of Market Research for IPC. Nice to see you, uh, Sharon. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Trevor. Okay. It's good to be here. So you oversee a, a number of market research uh, projects for IPC. Uh, let's very quickly uh, list them. You have, um, I think the first one is, is the biennial report. Oh, well, yes, the um, PCB technology trend study is one of the biggest studies that we do. It's every two years. Mm -hmm. And the 2018 report um, is being published this week. Right. And in fact, um, <coughs> Michael Carano of RBP Chemical Technologies, one of my uh, technical advisors on the project, mm -hmm. um, and Denny Fritz is the other advisor, they'll be um, delivering a buzz session this okay. Wednesday at the show um, with some of the highlights of the uh, 2018, 2018 study. Okay, great. So, I mean, your, your, your background is statistics. You're, you're a, a data analyst, essentially. Yes. Uh, so, you're, you're, you've got the background of the, the, these Mike Carano uh, and Denny Fritz that are helping you with the technical side of the, yes. the questionnaires and that sort of thing. So, what sort of things are you trying to, to de determine out of this? Well, the purpose of the technology trend study, it's fo focused on the PCB industry, but it's actually, uh, it tries to get some insight into the OEM's roadmaps mm -hmm. um, in terms of interconnections so that right. we can identify uh, what their needs are going to be five years out. <coughs> and okay. so we, uh, we surveyed both OEMs, um, and with a separate survey, uh, we, we did research into the EMS or sorry, PCB bareboard industry right. globally. And, uh, and we looked at the results in terms of what the OEMs need today and what they expect to need in five years or by 2023 now. And, um, and on the other hand, what the PCB fabricators are doing today, what they're capable of mm -hmm. and what they expect to, uh, what capabilities they expect to have right. uh, within that same time frame. So I would imagine from the OEM's perspective, they're gonna be looking to go much further down this smart factory journey and, and have a lot more data analytics, traceability, this type of thing. Um, yes, well, and a lot more um, use of um, emerging technologies such as right. um, uh, <coughs> artificial intelligence, um, Internet of Things, uh, interconnected uh, use of sensors, yeah. uh, and, and the rest. And um, Are you finding that the EMS companies are, are rising up to that? challenge because uh, you know some of the feedback I get in the field is that they're fairly slow to, ad to adopt some of this the OEMs are wanting it mm -hmm. uh, but the, the EMS companies and contract manufacturers are a little bit well the slow. contract manufacturers are not part of the um, technology trends study okay. it's the PCB bareboard fabricators gotcha and okay. based on the data that we collected it, it appears that they are keeping up with mm -hmm. you know what the OEMs need today okay um, whether or not they'll they'll keep up in the future um, remains to be seen, but they they seem optimistic that they can. Mm -hmm. um, but there are definitely differences between regions. Mm -hmm. um, it seems as if there are things happening in Asia um, that um, that are not. It, it seems as if Europe and North America are a little bit behind in terms of adopting some new things, such as stretchable circuits. Right. Um, now, our, our study uses a sample, it's a representative sample of the industry, but it's, it's far from being the whole industry. Mm -hmm. um, but what we found is that um, of our sample, 15% of the OEMs um, in Asia are using and specifying stretchable circuits now. 
Wow. And over half of them expect to be needing that um, okay. within the next five years. Wow. That's, and that's in, a huge growth. In North America and Europe, none of our survey respondents were doing stretchable circuits yet, uh, but many of them expect to um, within well, the next five years. Well, you'd kind of expect that because most of the garment industry for example, is, is, is Asia-based. Right. Uh, so mm -hmm. they're the people that are going to be using the, the stretchable circuits most, right. mostly, I would, I would think. Yeah. But, uh, but in terms of technology, another area where Asia seems to do a lot more is in uh, the use of printed electronics in mm -hmm. production. Yeah, yeah. And again, you know, in, in all regions, uh, the manufacturers expect this to grow. Right. But um, there's much more of it being done right now in Asia um, mm -hmm. based on the the sample of, uh, of companies. Well, smaller factory, uh, smaller form factor, bendable, you know, uh, mm -hmm. it's, uh, it, it's more pliable. Right. Um, so you have some other uh, reports that you do as well. You've got a quarterly, yes. a quarterly industry report. Now, this is for the EMS yeah. side of the business. Well, you have several, actually. Mm. Um, we have uh, statistical programs for um, North American PCB manufacturers mm -hmm. and North American EMS companies. Mm -hmm. And those are <clears throat> those involve a monthly survey. So those um, programs are open to new participants to join right now, right. Um, but then they close after the January survey um, is done, and the data is collected. So we keep the sample consistent for the year, mm -hmm. and uh, that way changes in the sample aren't going to skew the results. Right. Um, so actually, right now is when uh, new companies can join these programs. It's a benefit of membership to participate. Right. Confidential surveys um, and participants um, contribute their data confidentially, and they get back reports on the results. So of they, the get aggregate, the, they get the aggregate results. Aggregate back. data, yeah. Um, and no. the EMS, mm -hmm. uh, the EMS one is where some interesting uh, developments are going on because um, we have um, we're now working with our uh, colleagues at IPC Asia and IPC Europe mm -hmm. to expand the EMS statistical program so that. Right. Um, it's more representative, companies it's more global in, in, in other in other regions can do this. And the, this mm -hmm. was at the, the request of, of several companies in those regions that wanted right. to take advantage of this right. this program and uh, and get the data. Do you get much data coming out of out of China? Well, we haven't uh, we haven't done that yet because we're in the process of, of recruiting the companies to to join the program, mm -hmm. which um, it'll begin with um, a first quarter survey around April first. And okay. um, but I I'm I, I think that uh, it's it's a high value offer. It's right. it's a benefit of membership that if you know for companies that are members, for a small investment of time, they get a lot of very valuable and timely data. So I right. think that um, I think this is going to take off, and all of the participants mm -hmm. in this program will receive the reports from all of the regions. Okay. So. Of the people that participate, I mean, how do they break down in terms of being tier one, tier two, or, or smaller? In our um, in our PCB program, we have a pretty good mix of companies, and and over half the market participates in mm -hmm. North America. The EMS industry, our program tends to draw more small and medium-sized companies. Okay. We have some larger ones, but our tier one is companies with 100 million right. in sales annually and up. So it's it's not the same tier one that um, you know that, that industry analysts you know use. They've got their own in-house uh, departments <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> to do this. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think I think the benefit is is probably greatest for the smaller companies because mm -hmm. they could get data that. Um, would otherwise uh, be quite pricey, you know, yeah. if they were to commission their own studies. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Um, so, but we're we're hoping to increase mm -hmm. the, and we do every year. We increase the number of mm -hmm. companies that participate, and now that it's going global, I think we'll have um, 
Um, in fact, I, I do know of some some large companies that mm -hmm. are interested in participating. So right. I right. think it'll be right. I think it'll be a success. Yeah, well, that's that'll be very useful and very interesting uh, to see. Yeah. Are you going to cover and presumably with some members in, in Japan and Korea, which are the other two key areas? Yes, yeah. yes, we uh, do. Uh, I don't know how much um, uh, you know how how broad a net our IPC Asia. Mm -hmm. Group can cast, but you yeah. know we'll we'll have their help to um, mm -hmm. contact the companies and Great. Um, <clears throat> and see and see what we can do this first time around. Good, good. Are there any other um, reports that, that you're you're producing that um, we should be aware of? Yes, uh, actually, another quarterly um, mm -hmm. survey, and this is not only for members. Anyone in the industry can partic participate. Uh, every quarter, we do a pulse of the electronics industry survey. Mm -hmm which um, basically tries to gauge the health of the industry, right. both currently and where uh, the people in the industry see it going. Mm -hmm. and, um, and it's very interesting because um, it's, the program was started a year and a half ago, um, and it's been very, the outlook has been very bullish, you know, yep. um, during these last uh, 18 months. Um, it, it's starting to cool a little bit, but it's still solidly positive. Right. Um, in terms of um, the the survey, asks them about you know what direction is um, our, our different indicators going in terms of things like sales, orders, production volumes, exports, um, hiring, right, um, capital investment, you know, other things, and so all of these different um, factors <coughs> get rated, and we can we okay. can look at these ratings in terms of how they change over time, but also how they differ between regions and between segments of the industry. How do they differ between regions? I mean, you, you say you're seeing it cooling a little bit. Are the, is yeah. it cooling more in one region than it is in another? Um, yes, actually, um, our, our first quarter survey uh, for 2019 is open right now. I just wanted to mention that it'll be open for another week, mm -hmm. uh, at least until February 1st. So companies that still want to participate can do that. Um, but um, the report that we have that's most current is the one from fourth quarter of 2018. Mm -hmm. And uh, the one thing that I saw that was really notable there was that the industry's ratings on the current state of, <clears throat> of the industry, um, it was just below neutral for Asia. Right. That was really surprising because um, in all regions it's been positive for quarter upon quarter and all of a sudden Asia's negative. Just, well, is this because the tariffs are starting to bite over I think, there? I think that has a lot to do with it. Mm -hmm. um, in um, Europe and Americas, uh, it's, it's positive, less strongly positive than, than in the past, but it's still, still quite positive. Mm -hmm. so, um, but looking out six months and 12 months, yep. <coughs> which we also ask about, um, all of the regions are more positive. More positive. So they, they do see, um, you know, things... At, at least maintaining their current current level of optimism. Electronics, and yeah, continues to grow by by application all the time. Yes, um, it does. As long as we can just uh, keep the, the uh, political heat down and uh, yep. and the, and the market stable, then uh, yeah. I think I think we'll all be good. I think that um, there's a little bit of concern about the direction of the economy. Yeah. Um, uh, most economists are predicting a downturn at some point, either this year or later, or yeah. in 2020. Um, and that certainly would affect the industry, but how yeah. much it would affect it uh, remains to be seen because uh, 
the industry has the benefit of innovation to drive growth as well. That's and right. I mean, that's a different curve that's moving a little bit faster than, 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 than yes, the norm. It is. It's an interesting point you make. I mean, Germany announced two weeks ago that it literally just avoided by one percentage point uh, dropping into recession. Mm. Uh, so uh, things are not quite as bullish over there as, as we thought they were. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it's, um, it's an interesting time. You need to keep an eye on it. Indeed. Anyway, Sharon, thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Trevor.